You're listening to She Thrives Radio. This is episode number 91. And today, if you're listening to this episode when it drops, is New Year's Eve. So, Happy New Year-ish. In honor of the new year, the new decade, okay, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about goals today because it's goal season, right? It's goal setting season. It's resolution season. They're in the air. They're all anybody can think or talk about. And I have some things that I feel like I want to talk to you a little bit about on the topic of goals. So let's just go right ahead and get on into it, huh? Radio is a production of She Thrives, a space designed to help you take care of you through a holistic and maybe sometimes unexpected approach to your own well-being. I'm Taylor Gage, your BS-free health and mindset coach, and your host who loves lifting heavy, laughing hard, keeping it real, and seeing you live like you love yourself. If you're looking to stop merely surviving and instead start thriving, well, you're in the right place. You ready? First and foremost, my dogs are playing in the other room right now. So (laughs) if it sounds like there's a lion in the background, it's just my two dum-dums having a good play out in the living room and hopefully not destroying it too much. So, One thing I really want to start off with in this conversation today is kind of a little bit of a disclaimer, because we're going to be talking a little bit about goals and sort of how we come about them and some some pitfalls to maybe look out for in this entire goal setting process. And I do just want to kind of throw this out there before we dive in, that if whatever goal you have at all, like no matter what it is, If you have a goal for yourself that feels super good and awesome and it gets you excited and you're like, yes, this is it and everything is there and it's a lot, like, I'm not here to tell you that your goals are wrong, okay? I'm not trying to attack what you want for yourself. I'm more just giving you some considerations, maybe some alternative perspectives to help you kind of like, just take a peek under the hood of your goal or goals and just kind of look around a little bit to sort of see the components of them and what they're made of. Um, so I just want to say, yeah, this is not a this is not an attack on what you want for yourself. You know damn well that I fully support you making any choice that feels good. The only thing I'm really concerned about is that it feels good. <laughs> so it's not about a matter of what it is or what it isn't. It's just like how is it resonating with you. So that's really kind of what we're going to open up today. But I wanted to put that out there. The other thing I wanted to throw out there is I have... I have very mixed feelings on the, the subjects of goals in, in general, the topic, the concept of, of a goal. I have mixed feelings. I think on the one hand, there are so many of us who don't even really know what it is that we want for ourselves in our lives. And we're just kind of ping-ponging around, just kind of getting like, you know, bumped from it's we're, we're living more reactively than we are intentionally in a lot of spaces in our lives. So I do believe that there is serious value in you getting in touch with what it is that you want for yourself, right? What direction you want to be moving in. Like that's, that's important for you to know. However, kind of on the same, at the same time, you know, it's kind of paradoxical. I have both of these things, you know, holding them at once and, 
you know, this is sort of what we're talking about today, but like I also really feel like this idea of goals in general is totally overdone. I feel like especially in America and our culture right now, like productivity, achievement, be more, do more, work harder, then work harder still, right? This is just sort of like the, the hustle mindset. It's kind of where we've been at for a minute. And I just, I can't, I can't co-sign on that. Like I just can't put my stamp of approval on that way of um, forever showing up, right? And so it's kind of like, there's both of these things at once. I feel like so many of us don't really know what we want for ourselves in like some big, serious, meaningful ways. But at the same time, I feel like we're all serial goal setters and we're setting goals like all the time, almost too much and not necessarily in ways that are serving us. So it's weird because I know that those two things are kind of dueling concepts, but I, I really do believe that that's kind of what's going on here. Th this is why I wanted to have this conversation with you today. Because yes, I do want you to know what you want for yourself. I want you to dream. I want you to have a vision for yourself. I want you to make sure that you're not just down. You know, we talked a little bit about this. There was like a two-part podcast that I released for you guys. Let me see if I can pull up the episode number here. Okay, so episode 75 and 76 was a two-part podcast where I talked about how we're all kind of sucked into this culture, this idea that all we have to do is just like perennially just keep working harder and that success will be like magically bestowed on us like they they they're one and the same all you have to do is work hard and you will you know be successful and that's just not the case right that's just not how that works like you can't just be down working your face off shoveling coal into the engines if you don't have somebody up in the captain's chair steering the boat like you can work hard all the live long day but where are you going and what is it for and what are you doing right and so I think this is the cycle of burnout that a lot of us get into because we're just down there going, okay, I feel like I have to work harder. I have to work harder. That's how I know I'm going to be successful or whatever it is, right? And it's like, I don't really believe that that's true. So like I said, you can find more on that concept in general in 75 and 76 called Stop Working Harder. And then 76 is called Work Smarter. Anyway, yes, I want you to dream. I want you to have a vision. I want you to see and know and have an idea of the things that you want for yourself and the direction that you want to be moving in general. However... I have found through my work with clients, through just like being a human in the world, interacting with people, like I see it out there all the time, that the way we are thinking about setting and working to achieve this concept of goals in general, I find it's just like, is kind of fucked. So if you are setting goals for yourself for this new year, maybe you already have some goals that you set for yourself. Maybe you're like not the goal setting type for, you know, like the whole like new year hype, whatever. I still feel like some of the things we're going to talk a little bit about today are going to be helpful for you to be able to sort of, you know, cross check, ask yourself some questions about what you maybe have set or, you know, help to um, help you set them. So let's just Go ahead. The first problem I see with people setting goals is when they're thinking about what they want for themselves. Okay, so this is, I think this is in, in, in particular for this time of year, for like this kind of like sense of like a forced goal setting when like everybody's doing it or everybody's talking about it. Kind of feels like you have to kind of come up with something, right? And so I see this happen outside of, you know, New Year resolutions as well, but I do think that it kind of is more frequent, more frequently happening around this, you know, the turning of the new year and the resolutions conversation. And it's this, when we're thinking about what we want for ourselves, we're not so much just like dreaming up this like, 
you know, warm, fuzzy, feel good vision for ourselves and sort of casting a net out that way. Instead, and at least I can tell you in my personal experience, because I have noticed that I used to do this too, is I scan my life sort of like I take like a metal detector and I scan you know, every area of my life in search of the places that I feel like I'm not doing good enough, places I feel like I'm not, you know, holding up to some expectation or some standard, place I feel like I'm just like behind maybe like the status quo, right? Like everybody else has all of these things and I don't yet, like what does that mean, right? So like I used to do this all the time. It's like, okay, well, what do I want for myself? I feel like I should have something. So then I'll just like turn into my life and just look for like the problem areas kind of, you know? And be like, okay, well, this should probably be better. And I just, I, I think that that, I don't know if that's something that you resonate with or not. Um, but if that is something that you kind of feel like you're doing, I want you to just be cautious of that, right? By just turning into your life and going, what area do I feel like sucks right now? That's not really casting this like beautiful, like fulfilling, aligned vision for yourself and the direction you want to go, right? It's more just like you looking for shit that makes you feel bad and trying to find a way to not have that shit make you feel bad anymore. And this is really how this ties into the greater conversation that I want you to hear today, because this is really the underlying issue that I see with people when they're setting goals at all. And it's this, I find that we are not so much setting goals in terms of something that we want for ourselves, like I just mentioned, like this vision, like we're not getting pulled by what we want for ourselves. More often than not, our goals are coming from us getting pushed by the things that we are afraid of, or we are ashamed of, or we feel like we're behind in or disappointed in or any of the above. And it doesn't matter what we're talking about as the goal. If it's coming from a place of fear, right? If it's you just kind of trying to avoid shit rather than align with shit, they're very different experiences and they're going to feel very different for you. So I'm gonna give you an example here. And again, I'm gonna wrap back around to my disclaimer earlier. I'm only using this as an example because this is something I see all the time in my line of work, in my industry, in the work that I do. I don't care if you have weight loss as a goal for 2000 or 2020. What year are we in? I don't even know. I don't care if that's your goal. I'm not trying to shade, like throw shade in here. But this is an easy one to be able to spot the difference here. So I find in my line of work, a lot of the students who come in and work with me in She Thrives Academy, they do have the goal of weight loss, right? That is something that they want for themselves. However, obviously, it's no secret by now that She Thrives Academy is like, you know, 10 weeks of really intense inner work, right? Like it's all mindset, emotional, right? It's, it's a lot of inner work. So we lift the hood up right away. We look at these goals. We look at these things that we want for ourselves and we start asking some questions, right? We start breaking these things down and coming, figuring out where they come from. So I wanted to give you sort of like a, you know, modified, shorter, little mini version of that today to help you get a sense for um, your goals and what you want for yourself and what's actually fueling these desires and drives. So let's come back to our example with losing weight. Now, one of the first things that we start exploring in STA is why, right? It's just a very simple question. Tell me why. 
um, and not like plead your case to me, right? Not like in a defensive way, like I'm not accusing anybody of having this be a bad or wrong goal, but I want to hear my students articulate what it is that that's made of. Where is it coming from? Why? Right? Again, we're using weight loss as an example because it's really common, I think, and it's just, again, in my industry and my expertise, but I feel like you could supplement, you could switch anything into this conversation and it still works, okay? This could be a promotion you have in mind or something like totally uh, random or some goal, whatever. You can still swap it out. Why do you want it? Tell me, right? Tell yourself, really. I really encourage you to like write this out. I'll have some questions, by the way, for you sort of at the end uh, that you can um, use to help yourself go through this. But first question is always why. Just open it up. And the interesting thing that I find, particularly with the weight loss question, is more often than not, the reason why boils down to something along the lines of, well, I just want to feel more confident. I just want to feel better in my skin. I want to like how I look. You know, I want to stop hating my body. I want to stop being a dick to myself. I want to stop, you know, uh, judging myself. I just want to feel good. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that answer. That is fine. We're going to kind of pick it up and we're going to put this over here. The next question I ask, I think, is something that really starts to shine a light into what's really going on here. And I say something to the effect of, you know, this is all in like a lot of the homework that my students are doing and there's a lot more going on. But one of the things that they consider is what would happen if not only you never accomplished that goal, okay, if you never lost weight, but what would happen like, how would you feel if not only that didn't happen, but you moved further away from that? What if you even like, like, what would happen if, you know, like, God forbid, like gained a pound, gained 10 pounds, you know, you never got smaller, you never got stronger and, you know, maybe even moved a little bit further away um, from that goal, from where you currently sit. How would you feel then? What would be going on? Tell me about that. And this is when shit really gets interesting. And again, you can supplement any goal into this example and do the same exact thing. If you didn't get that promotion, right, what would happen? How would you feel? Tell me about what will go on there. Or not only if you didn't get the promotion, but like you were moved, you know, into a totally different role altogether or like a different department or something like that, that like, you know, you were lateraled or demoted or something like that, right? So here's where things get interesting. And this is what I want you really keeping a close eye on for yourself in your goal setting process. If you did not accomplish that goal, how would you feel about yourself? Like, does even thinking about that as a possibility, does that kind of like make you shudder and go, oh, fuck, no, like, God, no, like that would be the worst? Do you feel like you would have a hard time being nice to yourself, accepting yourself, accepting your circumstances, you know, being okay with your reality? Do you feel like you would be a dick to yourself? More of a dick than maybe you already are in some ways? Do you feel like you would start judging yourself and be an asshole to yourself and like berate yourself and start like, you know, giving yourself a really hard time and telling yourself you're a failure and that you can't fucking do anything and like you need this and, okay? I want you to think a little bit about what that would look like, how you, how you think you would feel should you not accomplish that goal, whatever it is. Here's what I want you to see. If the thought of not achieving that goal or even worse, you know, moving potentially further away from it 
fills you with dread and makes you feel like there's absolutely no fucking way that you would ever be able to be nice to yourself or like yourself or be okay with it, that's not a goal. (laughs) That is you running full steam ahead, working your face off to avoid like the plague even the possibility of you getting to a place where you are going to have to face your own raging self-judgment. Do you see that? If your answer to, what if I never get there? Or what if I move further away from it? If your answer to that is like, okay, I don't care, whatever, it'd be cool, then that's different. But if your answer is like, oh my God, and your eyes get big and you're like, no fucking way, like I could never let myself do that. I would be so disappointed. I would be furious with myself. I would be a failure. I would be, I would be devastated, right? If that's where it's coming from, baby girl, that is not a goal. That is you running in fear from yourself, right? So this isn't like a vision. This isn't like a dream. This isn't a vision of love. All that you me. Okay, whatever. It's not a it's not a vision from a place of love for yourself, okay? It's just not. That's not how that feels. That is a push from your own fear, right? Your own fear, by the way, to be clear, of you, right? It's your own fear of yourself. It's you having a sense of what you accept about yourself and what you don't accept about yourself, even if you aren't quite totally clear on it, if we're not, even if we're not looking at quite in the face, that's where it's coming from. And you having a sense of that and going, I know for certain, you know, like if I can't accept myself in this space, if I don't fix it or, you know, like achieve this goal or move myself out of this space, then there's absolutely no way I could accept myself there, right? It's like you getting a sense of those parameters of how you will and will not accept yourself. So basically you're just working really hard to avoid you being a dick to yourself. You know, is that a goal? Is that a dream? Is that coming from a feel good, fulfilling, aligning, like loving place for yourself? I'm just go ahead and step out on a limb here and say, uh, no. So like I mentioned earlier, I have some questions for you here that you can use to, you know, maybe cross check or audit or just do like a quick little run through or maybe do some like, you know, big journaling here, open this way up, write about this, think about it, talk about it, whatever you feel like um, you need or, you know, would serve you the best here to just kind of do a little bit of, you know, a check on these goals that we may have and see if we can uh, start to distinguish them a little bit between something that is a pull you know, like a more of a pull into your vision, like something that feels aligned and right and fulfilling and exciting and fun versus a push, like us running from our own fear of our own raging self-judgment. Okay, so I've got some questions for you here. And you know, I touched on one of them earlier. Why? Why is a great place to start? Why is my favorite question? I ask it all the time to myself. Um, like literally every single thing that I say that I want or that I believe, right? I always, I'll come back in and I'll go, why? Because <laughs> it forces me to, you know, open up and like, like I said, like peek under the hood. Like, let's look at the components of this. Where is it coming from? Why do I want it? What would happen if I didn't get it? Okay, so just why? Why do I want this? Number two, right? We talked about this as well. If I don't achieve this, right? Will it change how I treat or think of myself? Number three is the same question, but if I do achieve it, 
okay? If I do achieve this, will it change dramatically how I treat or how I think of myself? So this is the opposite, you know, it's the same question, but it's the opposite of the, if I don't achieve it, will I be an asshole to myself? Will I hate myself? This is the other side of it. If I do achieve it, am I imagining that this is going to make me nice to myself, that this is going to make me accept myself, that this is going to make me feel like I am now, you know, worthy or enough or happy. These are also red flags, right? Because there's nothing out there in the world that you could ever achieve or have or get that is going to make you feel enough. That is an inside job, okay? That's not a pant size. That's not a promotion, all right? So it's another one to be careful of. That's, that one's got some red flags as well. All right, number four, closely related to what we just talked about, but phrased a slightly different way. Is there any whispering in, in, within yourself of you not truly being able to be content with yourself unless you achieve this or have this or become this? That's also a red flag. Number five, this one's a good one. Is this tied to something that you are trying to prove to someone, to anyone, by the way? What are we using? What is this? What are we trying to prove? So this one, this one is interesting because it's not necessarily the thing itself. Okay. Like I said, this could be any goal, anything that you have in mind. But when you ask yourself this question, right, is this something that I'm trying to prove? you now will gain a sense for what you are making this goal mean. What does this goal mean? Let me tell you something right now. In STA, we have like a huge part of that program is unpacking what we are making things mean. And it's like, I think for most people who go through the program, it's like their favorite part because it's mind, it's like brain melting shit. Um, it really, really can be. So this is a really valuable question, right? What does this goal mean? Like, and are we trying to prove something? So I want you to just like, you know, explore that a little bit. See what comes up for you because I think you might have, you know, some, some new shit may come to light with that question. And the last question here, guys, number six is kind of a doozy as well. And this is one I want you to get really real with yourself on because this is also another big red flag. Does this goal hold the promise of you finally feeling good enough, worthy enough, valuable enough, likable enough, enough? If you are attaching your sense of enoughness or worthiness to a goal of any variety, I don't give a fuck what the goal is. That is not a goal. That is once again, you running in fear from your own self judgment. And I'd like to just throw this in here as sort of a little side note as well. Yeah, this is your self judgment that's kind of framing all of these things for you. 
But kind of having that narrative and having these stories that we buy into isn't necessarily your fault, right? There is a lot that goes on in our culture and all conditioning that makes us believe that we do have to do X, Y, Z in order to be good enough, right? Whether that's a pant size, whether that's an income, whether that's, you know, uh, a relationship or whatever it is, there's so much nonsense coming at us all the time that tells us that that's what we do need to be able to prove to everybody that we are good enough, right? And so it isn't necessarily your fault. I do want to be clear on that. However, it is most certainly your responsibility. Okay. And if anything that we've been talking about today has resonated with you, if you've gone through, you know, these six questions here and you've been like, oh shit, (laughs) these aren't like, you know, big, shiny, wonderful goals that I have set for myself. They're more just like me trying to avoid getting to a place that I wouldn't be able to accept myself in or whatever it is, right? Or me just trying to chase the sense of um, worthiness from something external, right? Me trying to validate myself, whatever it is, right? If any of this has resonated with you, I really want to offer you this. This is sort of like the the, the, the antidote, maybe like the medicine, like the um, sort of like an alternate consideration for you if you've realized that the goals that you have for yourself aren't actually goals after all. Here's something to consider as a goal instead, okay? What if you were willing to work as hard on self-acceptance as you were on this goal that you believed would make you finally accept yourself. I'm just gonna say that one more time so you can get what I'm saying here. I know how hard so many of us are out there working desperately Maybe it's weight loss, maybe it's in their job, maybe it's in their relationships, maybe it's whatever the fuck. We're out there working so hard and eight times out of 10, I feel like we're doing it to be able to claim a sense of enoughness. It's to be able to, we, we constantly believe that our happiness is just on the other side of this fucking goal. If only I could do this one thing, then I would X, Y, Z. What would it be like if you took all of the energy and attention and time and resources that you are currently putting in to this, to achieving this condition under which you will think that maybe you're okay, or maybe this condition under which you'll finally be happy or like yourself. What if you took all of those resources and time and energy and you just actually put it in to liking yourself or accepting yourself or believing in your own enoughness now? Like, would you be willing to do that? Would you be willing to shift all of that energy and take it from you constantly chasing your tail or constantly chasing the next thing, or constantly feeling like your sense of worth, your sense of enoughness, your sense of self, your sense of confidence, your self sense of anything is just on the other side of this stupid goal that constantly seems to be moving and you can't figure out how to get there. What if you took all of that and you put it into where you are now? What would that be like? I can tell you actually what that would be like because this is what I do for a living. I help people cultivate that sense of enoughness, that sense of confidence, that sense of self-trust, and it is not contingent on a goal. It is inherent. It is 
ubiquitous. It is always within you all the time. Wouldn't that be kind of like an interesting place to start your 2020 off on? <laughs> your new year, right? Wouldn't that be kind of like spinning this concept of a goal on its head? Wouldn't that be in some ways so much more fulfilling and gratifying to you? Because to be clear, this doesn't mean that you throw your goals away. It just means that you all of a sudden realize that no matter what happens with these goals, whether you achieve them or you don't, it's all okay because none of them dictate your value, your worth, your goodness, or your ability to see yourself and treat yourself with love. No matter what you have in your crosshairs, guys, if you are starting from a place of already knowing, trusting in your worthiness and your enoughness, it completely transforms your path. Because not only is there an unattachment to the goal that result, right? It's just kind of gravy, like that would be cool. But that in and of itself allows you to be more invested in the process, right? Like you can just enjoy yourself because whether you get there or not is irrelevant because it doesn't fucking change shit for you, right? So it all of a sudden allows you to be present with what is instead of constantly focused on the future, hanging your hat, hanging your sense of worthiness on this thing that is just always somehow just around the corner until the end of time. It's a very different experience. And I just wanted you to consider that. Are you willing to work as hard on self-acceptance in your current state as you are on escaping from it? If the answer is yes, I would love to coach you. I would love to take you through this process. She Thrives Academy is coming back real soon. <laughs> really, really, really soon, team. And if you feel like this might be just the thing to set this new year, this new decade off um, in a way that you maybe haven't quite tried yet, in a way that could be really transformational or sort of revolutionary for you as you kick this off, um, I would love, I would love to have you. I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can check that out um, and we can connect and chat and make sure that it's a good fit um, and hopefully get you going on the first class of 2020. Last thing I'm just going to leave you with here, guys, is even if you decide that this is not the right time for you with STA or anything else, but you do realize that what you did have in mind for yourself isn't really a goal, it's more of fear. I invite you instead to explore the idea of intentions. Okay, so intentions to me are a little bit more focused on feeling and energy than they are on results and outcome, right? I think, you know, one of the things we've been talking about this whole episode today is, I mean, and this whole fucking podcast that I do here is this like this tendency for us to rely so heavily and over focus and over force outcomes and results. And I think a lot of the goals that we set for us ourselves in the beginning of a new year is that which is reason, you know, 427, why I struggle with the concept of goals this time of year, because it's just another thing that we're like waiting for or expecting or forcing or whatever. So the idea of an intention to me is a lot more, like I said, it's based, it's a little bit more process-based, right? Because you can bring an intention to anything, your intention could be self-acceptance, right? Like that is awesome. Your intention could be something like, 
um, connection or community, or it could be something like peace or, you know, stillness, like some sort of, it's like an internal, it's an internal state. I feel like that you intentionally work to cultivate within your days, within your week, within your year. And I just feel like there's so much more value in that than setting this like finish line out. Right. I just feel like it's such a healthier way to approach this concept of resolution in general. So that's my invitation to you. What is an intention that you maybe can set for yourself that is coming from a place of love, right? That is coming from a place of kindness and service to yourself that will help you align with a vision that you have for yourself in, in more of an internal state, like an inside job kind of way versus something that has more of the energy of I'll be happy when, or I will be enough when or I will be nice to myself when I XYZ because I just I really don't think that any goal that has that energy behind it is serving you and that is why I wanted to do this show today because I love seeing people have a vision for themselves and knowing what they want and not just you know moving through the motions and just kind of going through shit by default like having an intention having a vision and moving towards that in a real way But that is not to be confused with you setting up like a gauntlet that you need to run and run fucking fast so that your own raging self-judgment does not catch up to you. The real work is turning into that self-judgment and doing the work now and here instead of trying to outrun it. Because let me tell you a little secret. You're going to be running forever. So if you would like my help in taking you through that and turning into that and dismantling that so that no matter where you are, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter how far or close you are from any dream or vision or goal you have for yourself, it all feels fucking fine and amazing and awesome, then I would love to be your mentor in STA. Otherwise, team, I encourage you to go through that checklist, those questions I asked you. I encourage you to just really be honest with yourself, open things up, write some stuff out, really see what is aligning with you and what maybe has a little bit of a red flag and see if that intention approach helps you kind of readjust or reframe some of these things into a place that feels a little bit better for you. I want this year to be so fucking amazing for you and I know that it can be. And this is a great place to start to make sure that you are starting this out on the right foot. All right, my friends, I think that that's all that I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Happy New Year. And until next time. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment to share a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button while you're at it. If you're looking for some more She Thrives goodness in your life, you can find me posting over on Instagram at She Thrives blog. And if you're interested in learning how to work with me inside She Thrives Academy, head over to my website at www.shethrivesblog.com to learn more and check out all the deeds for you there.